fell into you. I could die on this this plane crash, and I, I mean, don't no, want to so die sober. Not at, 30, um, not at 30 years old. I don't want to die sober. When I'm 2017 <laughs> has been the year that I've thought about going back, back to drinking the most. Um, you know, because there's an orange fucking Nazi in the White House. But the one time that I was like, oh no, this is the, I just need a shot. Just one, just one shot was on the plane ride to Seattle. The entire time, I'm just looking at this guy sitting across the aisle from me with his little bottle of vodka, and I'm like, give me seven, give me seven of those. Yeah. I just need seven, just seven of them right now, please. please. You would have to, you would have to ask for uh, three orders of two. Way to do that. <laughs> you drink some rice paddy water. I mean, that'll. Oh, I mean, it'll, some it'll, sake? Get, it'll get you drunk, fucked up. Yeah, but it's made from elephant manure. Like they ferment it in elephant manure, and then they is put this it real? Like, this is real. I mean, this is I mean, real. They made a fucking spoof about it on uh, what was it? Uh, Operation Dumbo Drop. This is there's this a name. Is our finest song. Did yeah. you just? Did you just oh, reference yeah. Operation Dumbo Drop starring Danny oh. Glover? And, and, and I oh. think it was not Christian Slater, but the guy that kind of looks like Christian Slater. <laughs> oh, God. But it's, um, it, you're going to be like, they don't look anything alike. But I wanted to, for some reason, I went like one of the Sheens. Was it a Sheen? Dude, there was like at least three <laughs> people in there. But I didn't think it was Charlie Sheen. Was it was a, like, it was uh, definitely Martin? wasn't Emilio Was Westerfest. it a Hartman? Martin Sheen? No. No? No, no. Because no. uh, I don't quite remember Ray Liotta. that well. We're oh, thinking man. of Ray Liotta. I was Liotta. not thinking of Ray Liotta, so that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Dennis Leary. Ah. See, uh, he was who I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking the, the, guy. <laughs> He's that guy from that movie. <laughs> Back when assholes the... were readily accepted in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just being an asshole. Oh, I've got the perfect movie for you. <laughs> Do you remember the days of Jackass and Jackass 2 and Jackass 2 and a half? <laughs> I feel like a lot of the, the like, assholes have been, like, written out of Hollywood, though. Like, nobody likes yeah. to cast Bruce Willis. He's incredibly hard to work with. Yeah. He doesn't act anymore. Like, he just is just like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, give me my lines. Yeah. Damn. But I don't yeah. think that's an air quote asshole. That's, that's kind of well. a... Would you work with that dick bag? Like, I, dude, it if would that totally... guy worked in your industry, like if that guy, if you had to work with that asshole, if I was day, a breakout I... star, like what? uh, whatever, fucking Chris goes to Uganda and it's just like I won an Academy Award and then they're like, who do you want to work with? How would you feel about working with Bruce Willis? I'd be like, as long as he says you become. But that, no, I'm saying, yeah, that's yeah, because, like, exactly. That's because you know he's what Bruce we. Will. Yeah, we all but know. But then you'd what get you there, and say. he would crush you, and you're fucking stupid. You've never acted in your life. Look at you, you newbie. What do you mean you won an Oscar for a trip to it's, Uganda? Who the fuck do you think you are? And you're like, Bruce Willis just crushed my ego. And then you never that... act again, and you'd only star in B movies like fucking Tara Reads and Sharknado 14. <laughs> and I don't want to be there. Shark Sharknado 14, the swirling. <laughs> it's good to be back on the mic. Indeed. <laughs> that one week feels like an eternity when you do it all the time. It does. Yeah. The only, uh, like, I mean, I guess, like, uh, 
today we're we're going to be talking about Seattle, huh? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. kind kind uh, of the plan. <laughs> today on Between the Profound and the Profane, a comedy podcast where three lifelong friends gather together in my spare bedroom to trade friendly stories, give friendly advice, and maybe learn something new about their friends. We're talking about PodCon and Seattle. Um, I, your shit host, just got back from Seattle, and um, sounds like my buds got questions. We're here to talk, or we're going to spiral into a tangent about Operation Dumbo Drop and what the fuck was going shit, on with that. Spir- <laughs> spiral into some ham. Uh, <laughs> why aren't there fucking parachutes on goddamn planes? I know, I know. There should be. <laughs> my thoughts every time. All right, but that's why I always because bring a jacket so I can... checks that they get... Or the airlines get when all of the people die, I'm sure is yeah. much greater than if one then or two survive. Also, those oxygen yeah. masks are just there to calm you the fuck down when the planes go. No, they're there yeah. to get you to pass out. There's yeah, no yeah, oxygen going through the mask. It's some guy going. <laughs> yeah. it's literally just nitrous, dude. Like it's just like this will freak them out. <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, everything just goes in slow motion. <laughs> Oh God! They're doing it's just a bunch of whippets. Well, 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 well. This is this is, this is your captain. You're like, what the fuck? The the, the party is starting. You may feel some turbulence. Smoke them if you got them, folks. Joining me today, as they do every week, my co-hosts. You can only photograph him uh, blurry, out of focus, in the woods, leaping nimbly-bimbly between rocks and behind trees. Ian T. Brown. I've got my pillow on one hand and a katana in the other. I'm ready to be a dream warrior today, guys. (laughs) I love that movie. That's one of my favorite Freddy Krueger movies. (laughs) We are dream (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's so epic. (laughs) Fucking come up like... It's like where every 80s movie comes up and they're like, they fall down as like pieces of shit and they come up in like all battle gear and like ready to get fucked up. (laughs) Freddy's like, bitch, still an immortal nightmare. And then he like turns them into paper mache and fucks them all up. Yeah. Shit. My other co-host who you just heard sing about dream warriors, he's a pile of movie quotes in a man suit. Chris Warco. Good morning, trash people! Yeah! Thank you. <laughs> and you are a shit host. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought for a second I, I thought that you, I had already done I that. I wasn't but sure. I didn't. No. You didn't? No, no, okay. I, I'm. We're gonna call him Santa today, folks, because he's wearing a glorious Christmas hat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we're we're in the lead up. We're in the lead up to twelve days, right? That is. We're at that oh, yeah. point. We got it's twelve days till day Christmas. It's the first day of Hanukkah and the twelfth day of Christmas, right? It's the twelfth ham of hamming. Nah, it's not. It's, we're gonna be like twelve hams of hamming, right? Yeah, yeah, twelve hams of hamming. Nah, it's the fourteenth. <laughs> Wait, so it's it's the eleventh day. 
what was it uh, on the fourth day of Christmas my true love gave, gave to me four birds to brine is that it um, four birds to brine three brining birds two brining birds and a bird to brine there we go oh we can't do that again. That oh, I mean, oh no, no. We, I mean, we can do that, but not. We can't make an. We're gonna do a segment called "Brine That Bird," and it's just gonna be That's us fine. throwing chickens off roofs. <laughs> Brine that bird. <laughs> we just figure out new ways to throw a turkey off a roof. <laughs> T-shirt cannon, a turkey. Just. just <laughs> <boom>. <laughs> oh man, that was the turkey falling into the vat of brine. <laughs> Yeah. I, so how was Seattle? Uh, Seattle was great. Uh, I'm very jealous that I didn't get to go. Although, hopefully you're just a smidge jealous that you decided to walk out of Houston for the first time in a while, and we get some snow. Like, I mean, we get was, a good bit of snow. That, that was that, that, that was very jealous-making. I, I was not happy about that. <laughs> it was insane. Uh, like, to... you, you flew 1,800 miles north, 500 miles west, and then it's just like... The same temperature it's just when like you get Seattle. off the plane. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say. I guess it was the same number temperature, but its coldness was different. It was a far different cold than we get. They get that, here they get that cold breeze. I imagine sometimes. Yeah, yeah like uh, the, it's, their it's, it's a cold. Different. It's a cold. It, it was a cold breeze, but it's also like it doesn't. It doesn't hit fifty. Like here, yeah. even on a frozen ass day middle uh, of the day yeah. noon it's like 52 goddamn degrees the highest it got while i was out there was around 45 yeah. so it, like what lows was the low in, anything below freezing uh we were i think the low was 30 because oh, uh, and like up where up where i live man it got down to that day that it's that night that it like snowed eight. or maybe it was the day after the actual snow it got down to like 22 at my place yeah like it got like real cold <laughs> It got like it, it actually cracked my windshield. Wind, windshield across the. Oh. I had a little tiny crack on the side on the passenger yeah. side, and now it's straight up across after that. And that'll happen. <laughs> I I was worried that my uh, my pipes were gonna freeze because I was at thirty three degrees, uh, and the the trailer the like the camper yeah. hoses are you're just about water hoses. Yeah. So I was like, if you're, it, it you're works. usually pretty good until you get to that like a good six degrees below. You have to be a few degree. You have to be a few degrees below freezing before you're gonna have and the first pipe. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I was like, ah, shit, because yeah. it was in the middle of the night, like literally three in the morning, and I was like, I'm not fucking running to Walmart to go buy a bunch of foam shit. So I just yeah. turned my faucets on just a little bit so the water would drip. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That and it, it was cool. That's but cool. yeah, I mean, you got to remember that Seattle is like uh, Houston, a port city. So it's it's, uh, but unlike Houston, it, it's only a couple of blocks from anywhere till you find the port. Ah, like the port is right on the edge of the city. Does Seattle Houston, have a Gulf? Is there a Gulf of Seattle? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a Gulf. No, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a, mean, a sound. They have. I, I think that. I think that they have a. Sound. It would be. I. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't like know what it's gulf. called. But yeah, there's a bay basically, mm-hmm. and then you see your two or three islands out there. Because I know there's like a port of Houston, and then you actually have Galveston Island, and then yeah, yeah. Of it, so. uh, but you can see the island. Like you can see the islands from Seattle. 
out there on, on the edges of, and then it spills out into the Pacific. Now that is that's Canada, yeah. The islands that you're seeing is that BC? No, and not if it's what it would be west, so probably not. No, no, because Seattle, I want to say, is like mid, right? Aren't they kind of mid Washington or a little bit south, even, huh? Yeah, 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 because they're, they're, they, they're, they're, yeah, I was, I was thinking they're like fairly far from Canada, like at least a few hundred miles, I want to say. Yeah, no, those, those islands are part of Seattle. We have an, a friend, we have an old friend who was from, I want to say, Oak Harbor. Uh, which is on one of the islands. Gotcha. Uh, uh, and then I, I, I know a couple of people who live on the other island, and there's three of them. You can see two of them from the Bay Area, and then it spills out into the Pacific. I mean, I'm sure there's like some straight... What if the Hawaii there. had the same general temperament as Galveston? <laughs> and a thousand miles north. <laughs> Oak Harbor. <laughs> It sounds like a bad wine because it is a bad wine. <laughs> Bottled in Oregon. <laughs> Bottled in Portlandia. <laughs> Portlandia. Man. So was it a what was the turnout like? Was there a lot of people for uh, this first time? Oh, was it PodCon? very small? So PodCon we got about three thousand attendees. Nice. Uh, which is pretty decent for a first convention. Um most of the people I ran into were from out of out of city. Uh, out uh, a lot of them were from the state. Like there were I, oh, a lot okay. of people who drove in, um, but there were a ton of people who I didn't run into who I later see saw in the airports when I was leaving on Tuesday. There was a bunch oh, of hot okay. t-shirts mm. and a bunch of people that I had run into wandering around the airports. Did, did you meet up with any of them like on your way out? Like, you'd be no, like, hey, no, it was one of those, like, everybody, it, it's the airport. You know how airports I'm sure are. everybody was zonked and in a, yeah. Yeah, that's get true. on the plane mode. <laughs> also, uh, I'm one of those people that when I put on a hat and I'm not wearing certain jackets, I look like a completely different person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like right now so, like, you look like Santa would, Claus. People would see me, and like I could see the recognition in their face. But by the time it clicked with them, we'd passed, and I was gone. That's, that's C L A W S, folks. Santa Claus, Dream Warrior. Santa Claus, Dream Warrior. I just got a magic bag of holding. He has a VR machine where he's fat and jolly because he's skinny and angry. Did now on on either of your plane trips? Did you uh, was there any gremlins on the wing? Was there like any any like Speaking fighters it, in the sky? Why? Like, okay, so is it just the economic class that I have am forced like the the seat that I'm forced to purchase because of my own uh, economic class that I'm always since I've ever been on a plane the first time I was on a plane I was like 12 are you telling me you've never sat next to a window the last time I was on a plane oh, no. was uh, when I was 17 uh, and now this time I'm 29 every time I've ever been on a plane I sit on the wing like no matter oh. what <sighs> I'm always on the wing I, they like to put they, I get a lot more of the, the wing, wing. Some 
thing. <laughs> yeah, they always do, and you can see it shake. You can like see you're, it. You're, you can see. Like, you can watch it. Like, and I have, I have <laughs> fucking ADHD problems and hyper focus, so I'm just staring. Yeah, and you just at watch it. it. I always expect a gremlin's like, head to just like peek up, like <laughs> like above, and just be like, ah, and start like undoing all the little screws. Just like, <laughs> just watch the wing go. <laughs> yeah, like, it just oh. starts shaking more and more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna lean my seat back because I know what's about to happen, and I hear if you may remain relaxed, you won't break any bones. <laughs> I I don't like getting up and going to the fucking the 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 bathroom, the lavatory on the uh, on on the on, on on the stupid plane because I for some reason I think I saw it in a cartoon, but for some reason I'm convinced that if you flush toilet paper inside of the uh, the bathroom on a plane the entire thing's gonna be taken down there's all these like signs and shit all over oh. it's like hey don't put this in the toilet and oh. i'm like how can i trust that nobody will put this shit in the <laughs> toilet man i'm not okay with this i don't have no control <laughs> have no control over the vessel or that's the one oh, time like they need to give you a harness that you can like lock in when you go pee because that's going to be the one time you hit the turbulence like, and you're going to like well, boom, well, slam you like the what's wall. really bad is those bathrooms are are so <laughs> fucking tiny it's like to the point where like when i'm inside of them it's like i literally have to duck like two feet that's I, just a very uncomfortable stance i can't imagine <laughs> but, well i mean you're you're fucking like six foot nine i can't imagine <laughs> what what it's like for you going every day i just grow five I, just... <laughs> I felt like i was in uh bilbo baggins house like i <laughs> yeah bilbo baggins i'm not trying to rob you i'm trying to help you i can't to... imagine what it's like trying to take a exceedingly <laughs> tall or exceedingly big inside of one of those stupid tiny uh, it, Harry Potter bathroom. So if it's you request two seats, does that mean they have a special bathroom for you? No. No? Yeah. It's got to fit in there somehow. I was going to say, it's like the world's least fun fun house. That's how I would describe uh, airplane bathrooms. The walls bathrooms. are closing in. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. They put mirrors, I think, like, on the ones I've been in, they put, like, mirrors on all sides, and, like, one of them's always a little bit, like, you could tell the plane had bent at one point, so the mirror's all fucked up. <laughs> I don't know how it's you bend like, a mirror, but that shit's it's, bent. It's, yeah, it's just, like, yeah, it's just, like, your, you know, curved, all well, I mean, whacked out face is staring back, it's like, you what's going on the, in here? <laughs> you, you can bend the, the, the mirrors in a jail, you know, because they don't have glass mirrors in a They jail. don't trust people with, with actual mirrors. Well, yeah, it's just, like, a they give you a cookie sheet or something and they're like <laughs> it's the most highly polished cookie sheet you want a mirror to shine here's your fucking Sheila shine make it happen because <laughs> oh they all ball in jail this prison <laughs> but yeah like I mean I guess it's good if you didn't see any gremlins that's a good thing <laughs> You don't want to see gremlins on the wing. No. But I don't want to I see the wing to. either. I just now I don't want to see the wing at all. One thing that always kind of freaks me out is like, do you ever like stare up in a plane? Do you ever like put your head out and like look at the like black abyss above you and you're like, Wow, you know, if we go another thousand feet, you know, we're we're just gonna like be in space. <laughs> no. No, I've, I've never. Because it looks blue when it's. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, I've never no. had that happen. What yeah, dude. What kind of yeah. planes are you on? Dude, yeah, when you get like, uh, like when you're up in the air, like if you've been up there for like, like two hours, whenever you're at maximum uh, altitude, that's like if you look up, the sky is way darker blue. 
Like mm-hmm. it's very dark. It's it's like looking. Uh, Ian flies with <laughs> Richard Branson on Virgin America. Probably. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, this is your captain speaking. <laughs> We're currently flying at an elevation of ten thousand feet. If you look up above you, you'll notice that the sky is uh, visibly darker. Yeah. <laughs> Five thousand or so more feet, and we'll be clearing the atmosphere. Everybody, <laughs> buckle your seatbelts. Prepare to put on your oxygen masks and get ready for a little bump because the afterburners are going to kick in, and you might feel a little bit of a pressure in the bit of your stomach. Thank you, and have a great flight. Shh. There's all, a gremlin on the way. All pilots are <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I don't, I don't know why all pilots are Jeff Goldblum, but all pilots are Jeff Goldblum. They, they speak. With that staccato yeah. language, uh, I'd like to uh, You fuckers don't know what you're in for, do you? Holy shit! I would. I would, I'm about to fly this fucking plane right up the devil's re- asshole, re- you sons of bitches! Real quick, if uh, if you could choose two pilots, or I'm sorry, if you could choose a pilot and a co-pilot to be flying your plane. And whoever you pick, automatically, they have all the skills necessary for flying. But just for voices, just for them giving your messages, what would be your, uh, what would be God, your... I feel like Jeff Goldblum now has to be one of the pilots. Yeah, is he the, is he the pilot like, or is he the co-pilot? Oh, man. And remember, we're doing this for, <laughs> for the character. <laughs> so anybody counts. I don't know how I'd feel if Goldblum was just like, ah, oh, this is your um, co-captain speaking. I think he'd have to be captain. <laughs> All right, so yeah, he'd probably have to be, yeah, he'd have to be pilot. So for a co-pilot, though, for like the other guy that pops in like mid-flight. Samuel Jackson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta have, I gotta balance, I gotta balance the calm, cool, collected with okay. the fucking crazy angry. That's pretty good. I'm di- I figured um, something somewhat similar He'll in freak sense. everybody out. Check check for snakes or some shit. I figure for pilot, I would choose Jesse Ventura for pilot and Eugene Merman for co-pilot. I think that'd be a great duo for pilot co-pilot. We're flying to the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'll tell you what. He's <laughs> like, cut myself shaving. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> that sounds good. The moon is in waxing gibbous. <laughs> Who it's wants some of this here chaw? This What's wrong with you guys? You're acting like a bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. <laughs> if you look out your left window... Well, I don't know why I turned into Batman. <laughs> but, yeah, it's full... Anyway, uh, if, you look out, if you look out your left window, you will see the area where Harp is targeting our skies and brainwashing us. But it's okay. I'm going to fly us higher. I'm going to go all the way to the truth. All the way to the top. To the top of the truth. What? <laughs> We're running away from Harp. <laughs> Welcome to Vying on the Batmobile. Man, his voice is actually kind of hard to, like, do. He's got that. He's got that, like... like yeah. Reminds me of, like, Scruff McGruff, you know? You're, oh. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. You have to really clench you your You gotta jaws. really, like... <laughs> I'm gonna run oh. for the governor, and I'm gonna be fucking great. And what about you, Chris? listeners? I am so sorry for your ears. I was not sitting on the headphones. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, no one I was apologize. at the wheel. 
So, Brad, uh, we're cutting that? We're cutting that. All right. We'll possibly be cutting that. But it actually, but it was a legitimate question I was going to ask the both of you. So, it, all right. What's up? All right. So, like, uh, uh, Chris, all right. So, anyways, I asked Chris uh, what, if you could choose a pilot and a co-pilot, any two people in the world, they automatically have the flying skills, but, like, just for the personality to come on the radio, who would you like to have be your pilot and co-pilot? They automatically have the skills. Yeah, I they automatically have. Yeah, the original pause voice. Uh, well, I guess not yeah. the original, but Jeff Goldblum as my captain Damn and it. Samuel Jackson as my co-captain. Damn it. Yeah, and I chose Jesse Ventura and Eugene Merman. It's pilot co-pilot. <laughs> Damn it. We're gonna we're gonna fly past the sun. We're gonna get straight on to the truth. Exactly. Okay. Um, I not stop flight. I want Harrison Ford as pilot. And Peter Mayhew in full Chewbacca gear as a pilot. Nice. All right, that's a good. But only Peter Mayhew uses the uh, the radio. <laughs> oh, okay. I cannot. I was. <laughs> Tim Allen, you turned into yeah, Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna. This is your pilot speaking. It's about to be tool time. <laughs> and now we're proud to present Tim, the tool man, Taylor. <laughs> oh, I love to fly planes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fly planes real good. Oh. <laughs> How did that pass? It was a television show. <laughs> <laughs> oh god what's with those pilots huh oh he's flying planes <laughs> <laughs> they're all like Jeff Goldblum <laughs> every pilot is Jeff Goldblum <laughs> look up above you you'll see a bunch of large except for Jesse Ventura black pipes follow it now, you should see a button that says push to prime. Push it. We're going down because I forgot to prime the plane. It made me so fucking lightheaded. It's almost as important as prime. You're doing almost that all this bird. fucking chair. <laughs> Today on our journey to the truth, we're going to brine that bird. <laughs> All the way to the top. I'm going to dunk that. Did we lose it? We lost it. I think. So you landed safely on the plane? Uh, I mean, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm back. We, we Not too much turbulence. Nothing too bad. And maybe we should go back a second. PodCon. PodCon is a um, was a two day uh, convention celebrating podcasts uh, put on by Hank Green of the Vlog Brothers and SciShow, as well as the McElroy Brothers from My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is an advice podcast where they read Yahoo Answers uh, questions and give people advice. Um, oh, they read the questions, not the answers yeah, read, that are they, always terrible. Yes, they read the terrible. <laughs> well, they, they read the terrible questions and then give answers. Oh, uh, I think okay. people also write in now, but yeah, it's an advice show, quote unquote. Okay. Also, Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner, the writers creators of Night Vale, 
uh, they organized and put on a convention inviting all lovers of podcasts and creators, makers of podcasts uh, to Seattle for two days to celebrate the medium and talk about the art form. Um, and yeah, no, it was a it was a great, great convention, best convention I've ever been to. Actually, uh, there wasn't a bunch of people pushing crap on me the entire time. Yeah, it was a very select thing of like, oh, I want to be at this place at this time because there's a definite thing I want to see. Do you see room for improvement in the years to come? Um, I mean, I'm sure there's always room for improvement. Or do you just see growth, like it'll get bigger? Uh, I I definitely think it's going to get bigger. Uh, 3,000 is a lot of people, but it's not that many people. What kind uh, of convention were they in? Like a George R. Brown's style? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, was, it, was the, it was the Washington State Convention Center in the heart of Seattle, okay, uh, so right on Pike big. Place and Union Street. Yeah, I don't know if he's... He, you, you have a little video that's in the making, but um, yeah, he has a video of it. It's pretty cool. He does a pretty good walkthrough with it. It's a, it, it was a it large... It has a big park out and back, apparently. Yeah, Houston. yeah there's a big park. Uh, there's a big concrete park. There's a big concrete walkway that leads to this little, this, this large size park called Freeway Park. The little concrete part, it reminded me of like M.C. Escher, like an M.C. Escher painting. It's like all these stairs that like they go up and down and then to the side and then like up again. And like it's like a little maze, right? Sort of. That's, was, and that's it what it looked like, like on it the was, video. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Night Vale, all of them, all, all the, the, the big names in podcasting right now, uh, I guess you could call them who aren't already comedians or, you know, have other things going on put on this convention for as far as i'm concerned us indie kids <laughs> that's what i call all of us in our sphere we're the indie kids of the scene um and there weren't that many creators there uh there weren't as many people on our level as i expected to run into there were a lot of them uh, and a lot, there's a lot of great ideas for podcasts. There's a lot of great podcasts out there. Uh, I haven't listened to a handful of them, but I. I Is it uh, more people who were us a year ago? Hey, I want to start a podcast, or it, was it more like well-established people who are just so far beyond us? The the creators who were who were there who I ran into uh, was a mix. There was there's there's people who have been doing this for long enough that they're out with cards of I am a podcaster producer I worked on this podcast this podcast and I'm looking for work I freelance oh. I'm looking for work and there were also a bunch of people who uh, a handful of people who were um, I have a podcast network I've been podcasting for six years we have three podcasts I work on two of them I write for the third and a fourth um, and then there were the people who were like, no, we just started this March. Uh, we started a podcast talking about this X subject. But what I really want to do is write a radio drama style podcast. So that's what I'm working on in my side time. Gotcha. So it was Friday, Saturday or Saturday, Sunday? It was Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. I, I, I really wished that we had gotten a, a Friday out of it. because uh, like Maybe a, that's what you can expect. Perhaps. years to come, a three-day instead of yeah. a two-day. A, a, a Friday would have been nice, even if it was just like, 
and this is wishing for a lot, but a, a meet and greet between the people who are putting on the podcast and putting on the show would have been a, a good touch. And perhaps that's mostly on me, but I didn't think about it as I'm leaving panels and stuff because these creators are like right there. Uh, there's within that video that Ian just mentioned, which should be up by the time this episode posts, uh, my thoughts from PodCon kind of video. Uh, I I run into Hank Green on my way out of a panel, and I didn't think about for a moment that I could ever stop these people and talk to them. Right. Um, well, I think he appreciated that you didn't, like, just based on the fact that you said that everyone was stopping him, and he yeah. was like... Because the way that you caught him on video, like, that... Did it was annoyed pretty... in the video? Did he look annoyed in the video? No, he wasn't, like, annoyed. He he was just kind of, like, uh, what did he say to you exactly? What he, was his word? He words? said, oh, you're sneaky. That's it. I'm just trying to get on the <laughs> elevator. You did that good. Yeah. Because Chris is literally of... filming, filming himself, and he's, like, just, like, he's talking about Hank Green, and then, like, out of, like, the corner of the video... <laughs> Like Hank Green like looks in and, and Chris looks <laughs> over at him and he's just like you're sneaky. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then, it's yeah, awesome that he on. was like, th- th- was it just a chance encounter that he walked yeah. by? Well, while Chris you were, was we saying were, his name. We're <laughs> leaving. Uh, we were leaving a panel that he, that like he was hosting the panel. It was him, Francesca Ramsey, uh, John Green, his brother. Uh, like you know, it was a good sized panel, and it was the panel called Everybody Has a Podcast. The entire panel is about like yeah no you're gonna find out if you're just getting into this that everybody has a podcast and not only does everybody have a podcast recently corporations and people who are already famous decided to start doing podcasts yeah. so everybody has a podcast and there's probably it, at least 10 podcasts of the same idea yes oh, yes and, yeah, and the whole definitely. idea <laughs> of the panel was more talking about like don't get discouraged because of that uh, and it was a kind of question and answer panel thing. So as we're leaving, they, we exit and I get out of the way of the doors. You know, I walk behind the doors a little bit so that I can figure out where I'm going next, check out my map, make sure I have time, you know, see if I have time for a smoke, see if I have time to stop somebody and talk to them, see if I have time for anything. I don't. There's barely 30 minutes in between anything and you got to make it through a sea of 3,000 people to walk across the street to the second building of this complex because the convention center has two buildings that are both four floors <laughs> and they so i I'm, crazy, sta- I'm standing over uh-huh. there fucking around with my phone so it's, and while it, it is two separate buildings actually yeah like, oh. and while i'm doing that while i'm fucking around with my phone i uh i i, I decide okay well i i need to do update videos or something like I, i'm trying to think of things that i can do while i'm here at podcon you know what what should i be doing should i be making vlogs should i be doing update videos for you guys like hey guys it's me here's what's going on right now here's what i just learned and in that moment i decided okay that's what i'll do i'll do an update video directly like directed at ian and chris and i'll post it when i get home later cut cut a bunch of them together post that when i get home later or back to the hotel and as i'm walking i'm like hey guys it's me again chris uh, blah blah blah. I'm here at PodCon. I just got out of the Everybody ha- uh, Has a Podcast panel and just learned a shitload from. And as I'm walking, I notice out of the corner of my eye, Hank Green is standing <laughs> directly beside me. Uh, so cool. You know, it was one of those between my sneakiness, my coincidentalness, and like 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 my love for taking those opportunities when I see them because why pass it up? 
as Hank Green leaves my mouth, I see him beside me, and I turn my camera to where you can see him. And he's like, oh, <laughs> hi. Oh, God, you're you're sneaky. You're really sneaky. I'm just trying to get on the escalator over here. You got me. And I'm like, well, thanks. And I slowed down to let him go because he was going somewhere. Right. Like, yeah. I, I didn't want to be the asshole who catches him on the escalator and forces him to talk to me. Yeah. Although, at the same time, 20 I could have seconds. done that, <laughs> right. and maybe I should have. Yeah. But... No, I so notes for next year: be more aggressive with hosts of the pod. <laughs> be more aggressive, and, and I mean aggressively, actively trying to pursue and get information out of them. Yes, I mean general yes. interrogation of. The well, hosts. I mean, like if they're if they're will if they're st- willing to stay stay behind and stand by the door and like hang out, I think that's more the thing. Yeah, like if you. Uh, and I've always hated when people do that uh, at concerts. Uh, we go to Atmosphere concerts and uh. people stand out by the fucking tour bus and wait for Slug. And oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't make fun of them because there's an entire song about those people not doing that. And maybe you shouldn't do that. It's a weird because to me, you know, I realize that these are normal people. Like, uh, in fact, that that moment with Hank Green after we get up the escalator, I let him get to, I let him get like a good thirty yeah. people ahead of he me. He literally just keeps on so walking, like he didn't slow him down at all. So I can continue <laughs> doing my video or whatever. Yeah. And as we're getting up the escalator, other people are coming out of the crowd, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, it's cool. You can take a picture of me, but keep moving. I my I want to go see my baby. I only have twenty minutes to go hang out with my." baby who's like a year old i'm gonna go yeah. kiss my wife and have something to drink real quick <laughs> um and so it, you know it, it's uh, uh he, he had a life to continue on he had things to do and i, I you don't want to be the asshole who impedes that because you treat him like a quote-unquote famous person right uh who who is your friend and does it, it owes you time but a lot of people i found out as i was bouncing between panels some of the people would stand out by the door and be like hey if you want to stop by and ask us questions in between that's cool like yeah we'll be right out there we got we got time to answer a few questions gotcha uh anything i guess any of the panels you went to jump out over some of the other panels like something that really 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 stuck out in your mind um any of the panels the panels in specific uh, like the, the the one that really stuck out was everybody has a podcast. That one really lit a good fire underneath me. Um, uh, and, and I mean the things that they that they say is all things that you already know. It's one of the it, like they are those types of things, but it's said by people uh, in a way that you could paint it on the wall and be a nice inspirational quote for you, or just like a hey, this is what you should be doing. Gotcha. You know, <laughs> who was like, that guy that we watched on Hot Ones? That super inspirational guy who was like, "You need to be doing this and this." And action this and Bronson, this and this. Uh, Gary V, I think is his name. Was he there by chance? No, no. I no. don't know what he does. But... He's he's basically like a motivational speaker uh, type of guy. Like that's his that's his bag. Uh-huh. Is like he makes invest. He made a bunch of good investments and he opened a, a winery and stuff. Like he's a business guy, but he also goes around and is like, "Hey, this is how you." do what i did okay um he had some good hmm. in, you know, good ideas right off the i've top watched of a couple head. of his things <laughs> now, I, uh, you'll, you'll i'll i repeat some of his things recently and we'll, uh like i've told you guys right now what we're doing is about the process 
so not like getting good art out there like we don't need to be putting out the best fucking thing we don't need to worry about that right now we need to document the process of us putting these things out there so how to make a podcast or how to make a podcast uh sort of i mean that's and that's kind of what this has become like this is us figuring out how to do all of these things that we want to or, do or dar darwining up a podcast and it also <laughs> it, it does that double thing where like part of the people that you enjoy on the internet the people that you watch or the people that i watch at least are you know they are regular people and part of the charm and part of what we like about youtubers and part of what we like about these these things is that they are people and they're real about that like they're they're vulnerable to an extent and you know that's part of what this podcast is is being like hey this is us the upfront this is us this is our bad jokes this is our fucking weird moments uh come and check it out watch us figure some shit out and then as we go into new year uh pick things from this podcast to turn into other podcasts to turn into shows to turn into a uh, youtube channel like th th that's yeah. that's kind of the goal of this podcast uh, and, and like uh, in the Everybody Has a Podcast uh, panel, they, they said a bunch of, you know, one of the things that stuck out was here's your list of things. This is how you get a podcast. One, just get started. Yeah. <laughs> Two, <laughs> don't worry. It will become what it needs to become. Three, after that, your sexy podcast voice will blossom. And I think we got two out of those three. I haven't decided which two we have yet. I don't we know. Got two out of those three. Well, I can definitely tell you I haven't found my sexy podcast voice. I don't. Every time I listen to the shows, I hate the way I sound. I have two distinct voices. One of them is like half-assed, my radio kind of like on the mic voice, and it sounds okay, and it's just a little bit deeper. But every now and then, I get a little happy, and it gets high as fuck, and it sounds awful when I re-listen re to it. So... I don't think I found my sexy radio voice, but the other two, sure, I'm on board. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so the Everybody Has a Podcast panel was just a bunch of those types of things, just them repeating those things. Um, we, we set success for yourself. Like, if we want this podcast to be successful, we need to know what success would be for this very particular podcast. And for this year, success was... Figuring Let's out how just, to become successful. It wasn't even figuring out how to... Uh, but success for me, at least, and I, maybe I never said this, but success for me on this podcast for 2017 was let's make it to December and not give up and, like, actually, like, chug through whatever happens. So at this point, this podcast is the most successful podcast ever created because we, we did so. <laughs> like, we, we made it hey, to December. We, it's almost the end hey, of the year. We totally defeated... Uh, bill o'reilly this year we did beat bill we defeated bill o'reilly we pushed year. bill o'reilly out of the, co the comedy podcasting all together uh, that is true <laughs> and you know uh in honor of that we're gonna do it live <laughs> soon 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 <laughs> tag that soon on the end <laughs> yeah coming to you <laughs> soon coming to you soon live ah uh another one that i really love listen to that bastard little kid in your head uh, because it runs around saying do a million things at once. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, the, because it, uh, it it was the bastard little kid in my head that was like, no, man, you can buy a fifty dollar mic and just say things and people will listen. Go ahead, go yeah. ahead, man. <laughs> uh, it was also that it's the same bastard little kid that you will hear on uh, on uh, our Halloween episode 
the, the bastard little kid that actually recorded uh, fake radio shows on his little talk boy because he was a bastard little kid that thought that he had things to say. I okay. watched Frasier this evening. <laughs> <laughs> that kid still Time exists deep inside show. of all of us. WCBW. <laughs> W A L A C L Seattle seven eighty A M W K P W Wimpy Kitty Baby Winers That's what you are Oh God uh, hold on What's Redman's Radio Ah uh, W K Y A Kick in your motherfucking ass radio <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be K Y M A you would think so, but I'm nah, pretty sure it's motherfucking is a <laughs> yeah. motherfucking is just a qualifier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I love Red Man. What do we call that? We call that an enhancement. Yes. He lives in Brick City. <laughs> it's right next to Dodge City. Oh man, like, did you? Uh, now, was there any good like paranormal uh, crews out there? Like, were there any uh, ghost facers or squatch um, watchers? Is it true that the DOD was there? Yes. Ah, uh, that part is a fact. Yes, the DOD was there. The DOD is starting a podcast for uh, those are uh, the full, disenfranchised, for the downtrodden. mental health. Uh, it's a mental health oh, podcast right. for the military. I'm really glad they're not doing and like a boogie boarding podcast. And <laughs> I, yes, if anything, you should lead that up because that's true. That's part of your survival tactics. I'm, I'm going to sit here. We're going to sit here and make fun board. of the idea that the DOD is making podcasts for the military. But a couple of my vet friends did say, "Hey, I like that. We we need like they're owning up to some shit. Like that's a good thing. Uh, give me those links." All right. So <laughs> we should and we do support the troops. I just I don't know those military podcasts. I don't. And also, one of the girls who worked for the DOD, her name was Julie Kin. Julie Klin. She also has a Scooby Doo podcast called Meddling Kids. Ah, so, okay. That's pretty good. Like she. It's just her job. Like, government work is just your fucking job, although, you know, blah, blah, blah. Although none of us have actually listened to the Scooby-Doo podcast, so it could be all CIA propaganda. (laughs) That's true, yeah. (laughs) It's all a front. It's all a front. (laughs) It's a double front. It's a front and an affront. They're spraying chemtrails on (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Zoinks! (laughs) I would have had it done too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> Come on, Scoob. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just I know that up up there in Washington, man. I know that's prime Squatch country, so that's that's the only reason I brought all that up. <laughs> I wasn't sure if there was like a Squatch walking around. Probably uh, no, not. I didn't. Uh, I didn't run into. Uh, there was. I got one card, but it, you know the networking uh, session. You got a card from a Squatch. No, I got a card. He was asking about paranormal podcasts. Oh, oh, oh. I got a card from uh, a, a podcast called Haunt Spots, but I didn't. Oh, that's all right. I haven't gotten to what? listen to any much of these podcasts because my week was so busy. Yeah. As well as like the networking session where I picked up all of these cards, I didn't. Ha- t- there wasn't much time to talk to these people about their podcast. It was mostly yeah. like, "Here's the elevator pitch from eight people." in a row okay. now you go um yeah so it didn't it, it didn't turn out the way that i would have liked uh it wasn't like a hour-long thing where people are just hanging out and like and just they just talking you. to each yeah. other no no it was very speed dating uh style but it was yeah. like speed group dating 
<laughs> a paranormal show called Hot Spots is very confusing. Haunt Spots. Haunt. Okay, I was like, because you can't have hot. Like yeah. it would be like, I could understand if they're like, oh, this Cold is a, this spots. is a hot spot. Like it's a, it's a it's a hot location for a lot of paranormal activity. But then they go in and they're like, oh, there's cold spots everywhere. And like, what the fuck is going on? Is it a hot spot? Is it room spot? temperature no, spots? No, like... Spots. Haunt. Okay. Yeah. And actually, uh, come to think of it, I might not have even seen these people at the networking session. I just I might have just picked up their card. But they were the all table. ghosts. Uh, like I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so it's the only true paranormal it's, podcast. It's a paranormal cod podcast about ghosts by ghosts. And of course, like uh, it, it, I, I feel like if I would have been staying in the hotel that was attached to the convention center, uh, I networking opportunity like those being able to talk to these people would have been a lot easier because they're all staying in that same hotel. Like you know, that's where everybody hangs out after the show. That's where everybody goes to meet. That's where you start hooking up with people. That's where parties are going to be inside of hotel rooms. Um, but it was just a little bit too expensive to get into the hotel that was attached to the convention center, uh, even with the group rate that they had going on there. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Would you say the if you had stayed at the hotel attached to the convention center, the price tag on your trip would have exponentially skyrocketed? I mean, not exponentially, but it would have, it would have been a little bit more expensive i mean i thought we're talking probably at least an extra five hundred dollars man yeah. well to people like us that's fucking exponentially skyrocketing well exponentially kind of if you're like oh no yeah i mean at most it's like an extra hundred bucks i'd be like okay i could swing a hundred bucks but you're like 500 bucks i'm like fuck yeah, what right. am i gonna do yeah. i gotta sell off my firstborn i can rent out my secondborn <laughs> If I like, I can only donate car. so much plasma <laughs> yeah. from my veins yeah. here. And I mean, I got four jars. I yeah. did get into kind of a, a, a like down on myself sort of thing because of that. Because it is, there are a lot of how you say the college educated, um, the I was able to get a good degrees who are doing this thing that we're doing. Uh, people who have a little bit more to spend on this than we do so i i did like the networking session did like kind of get in me like deep down and talking to people and partying with people afterwards now, and going to bars with people afterwards to kind of like man maybe this isn't my space maybe this are, is a place of privilege that i shouldn't be are are these people the types of people that think they're too good for an egg crate wall <laughs> i don't know you don't know, you know okay. based off that <laughs> hey why don't it, you hit me with the night veil information that oh the night veil information yeah, okay. so uh jo at the closing show joseph fink the writer the re lead writer creator yeah. of night veil comes on to explain to us uh to say hey um i have been doing a book tour recently we just wrote a new book in the night veil uh canon and everywhere we go uh people come up to me and they ask me how how do i start a podcast how, how do i start a podcast and Joseph Fink says, but in Minneapolis, right before we got here, a kid comes up to me and says, I started a podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing. What do I do now? Joseph Fink says, that's, that's the spirit of the podcast. Like that, that kid is going to go somewhere very soon. And if you ever think that you aren't spending enough on your podcast, that you have bad mics that you don't have the technical skill of editing that you don't have these things um 
Night Vale started in Cecil Baldwin's bedroom, uh, living room on a $50 USB microphone that I had bought just before I went to college because I thought that I was going to be a musician. And so it had just been sitting in the back of my mom's closet for the last 10 years. And um, when we got picked up by sponsors, they wanted to know where our studio was because it sounded so crisp and clean and clear and nice and it was a good studio. And they wanted to know <laughs> how much more we'd be willing to spend on a better studio. Night Vale, five years down the line, is still recorded in Cecil Baldwin's living room. Uh, they upgraded to a $100 USB mic two years ago. Really? And <laughs> Joseph Fink just learned some very basic things in Audacity, the free editing software that they still use. Which we use, Which by we the use. way. Let's see, wow. So that was... That's crazy. <laughs> That's real crazy, man. <laughs> it's crazy, but it's also kind of like, oh, yeah. Like, it's very, it's eye I mean, why? I mean, in a sense, like, if it's working... Why you know, change if, it? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I mean, I mean if, it's that, not, if it's not broke, don't fix it. That was know? just inspiring to me. <laughs> it's inspiring yeah. and eye-opening. Because, like, yeah, we are sitting in my spare bedroom with three USB microphones. <clears throat> Lifelong friends. And, and we are, uh, uh, you know... We don't have the best sound quality or any of those things. No. And we need a new mic, but that's for totally different reasons. So, so. but but the <laughs> whole point is yeah, more exactly, that like yeah. it doesn't it's not that it doesn't matter, but it's need, it shouldn't discourage secondary. you because because or us that we haven't dumped uh, you know, eleven thousand dollars into our studio here and into our equipment because, you know, why spend all of that <laughs> when yeah this is working and we can make it work and one of the biggest podcasts in podcasting <laughs> still makes that work yeah like <laughs> you know it was it was a really really good feeling quite uh, just well to hear actually that. yes yes quite <laughs> do they quite do well. a weekly episode or is it a, a month they've always been twice. bi-monthly yeah so you get twice, two, two yeah a twice a month yeah that's still pretty cool i mean that's some it is very very cool has uh, it always been twice a month? It's always been twice always a month. It's been twice a month. So wow, that was that's pretty cool. Even from the beginning, they were able to go twice a month and didn't have to do a one one a month show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. It's a great series. I I did fall off for a little bit, but that's of no no offense. See, I fall it's off. Just, I fell off. I just did. <laughs> or I, I started listening to it, and they were fucking hilarious. But yeah. You'd, I'd have to go back on probably and re-listen to it all the way from the beginning. That's where I'm at because it's been so long for me. Because I dropped off at like episode 100, and I mean I totally know, I I know the overall storyline at that know. point. But Night Vale is like even now when I dropped off, they were closing up a really big arc, and there was like a big arc going on. But Night yeah. Vale is very much designed that you can. Just jump it, in. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's designed to feel like you're driving through some small desert town, and you picked up this radio station and yeah. you're listening to it. And by morning, you're out of the town, and you never hear the radio station again. Like it's it's designed to be listened to in that kind of a way, which is actually part of my problem with the way that I started to and people around me started to listen to Night Vale, where they're like binging it episode after episode after episode. Like the way that it's designed to feel like small snippets, small little vignettes of this town. So you'd prefer, I guess, on a second listen to only listen to it once a week or maybe once a day? Yeah. Instead of 10 episodes a day? Yeah. Yeah. 
or even like listen to it the way like it comes out bi-monthly so listen to it you know once a month i guess you could do that once you get caught up yeah but yeah no i'm, I'm with you um do you think we came across amateur hour there or were we pretty much matched up with a lot of the same people like a lot of people I mean, didn't have cards and business and a few a few of the people didn't have cards a few of the people that I, that I ran into didn't have cards and like part like i said part of my thing was a lot of them and that might be just be my own like people anxiety things um gave me the side eye of amateur hour and kind of made me feel amateur hour uh and i i do grant that all that could be in my head because a bunch of people did say that's a great title for a podcast i love that title for a podcast and they began jotting it down um but i i don't really taking it all in i don't mind coming off uh amateur hour because we are accepting of the fact that our half of our thing is diy charm amateur hour bullshit uh, <laughs> it'll be nice to go back with I mean hell ideally it would be awesome if all three of us could go back next year but even if we only up it by one member yeah until all three of us can go yeah no uh, and if people from the previous con are like oh god I remember you guys yeah y'all didn't have shit now you have a card and t-shirts and that's and it that, and that's part of the that's part of the goal here is like it, it, when you start f from nothing like we had with no money in the coffers i mean i got a mayonnaise jar that i save up for the podcast like we're at that point and that we we started ian was here when we literally had one mic i mean fuck you guys were both here two three years ago when yeah, we made the a, very we made first our try. first yeah. fucking proto proto tester <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah. uh, and that was the like a three hour three guys around one mic bullshit affair like uh, so, twenty the minutes whole idea of comedy gold <laughs> is that you know in the next year as we pick up listeners, ideally they'll be able to watch the growth, like watch us literally build from nothing into something. And the people who will hopefully see at PodCon two, please please do a PodCon two if you're out there, Hank Green and uh, Justin McElroy, please please <laughs> PodCon two. Um, Give us another place in the city too. Yeah. Or in the in not in the city in the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, uh, that, unless that, it's going to be like uh, what's the San Diego Comic Con, and it's just going to be in Seattle. Yeah, all the well, time, Hank Green cool. also put on VidCon, which was the YouTube. Was that in convention. Seattle? No, that was I forget where VidCon is. I would like to go to that too. But VidCon, uh, VidCon is always in the same place. Like it's always put on in the, in the same city. It's the same city it, it was in. Uh, back in like 2007, 2008 when they started. It's probably somewhere in Silicon Valley just since it's a YouTube thing. So. That's and another thing imagine. I feel like <laughs> we should really start broadening our horizons on is cons. Because I'm sure there's... Hell, I didn't know about the PodCon until you said so. I didn't even know something like that existed. So I'm sure there's PodCons, Twitch cons, YouTube cons. Mm -hmm. All those things that we are actively trying to be a part of social media-wise... I'm sure there's some kind of freaking con, and if there's not, I'm sure there's one right around the corner. Definitely, that we can at no, least. There's try. things that we can start try that we have to start trying to go to. I mean, that's why there is a reason that I was so hard up, and I mean, we we spent most of the budget for the like for the end of the year and probably the first of the year of the podcast, like on getting to PodCon because I, I just something in me said, no, you need to go there now. It's the first one. Stake your claim. 
Like, if we stake our claim, we can go back the second year, we can go back the third year, and we'll be recognized, and we'll, like, people will see us coming up. Because we, that's, that's what happened at VidCon. At that first VidCon, a lot of the YouTubers, and I can't name drop anybody because I don't fucking know, but people who went to that first VidCon became the YouTubers in the next turn of YouTubers uh, because of the things that were solidified in their minds, the things that they learned from there, the people that they met, and the fact that they were able to come back the next year. And even if they didn't get to interface with Hank Green or the people who uh, who put on the, 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 the convention, like they, oh, hey, I don't remember you, but I saw you last year. I, thanks for coming back. How's the podcast going? Da, 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 da. I mean, there's a reason that I show up places with a giant purple mohawk and in a fucking army jacket and or a uh, fucking plaid suit. It's because people recognize that guy. And when I show up with a purple mohawk next year, repping uh, bonus hours, but this time in a graphic tee or whatever, I'm gonna buy they'll you remember us. The I'm sure they sell it on eBay. The uh, Michael Jackson's outfit for, for bad. Or not bad, not bad. The one where he's in the military outfit and he has the big statue and like the uh, helicopters are flying all around and he does the. Uh, and he's in like that full decked out fucking. All I want to do is that people don't care about us. And it was that song, whatever that is. Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't on bad? That might have been on the bad album. I think it was on the bad album. But it was the cover of him. It was like big, like metallic statue and he's standing like this. And it's like a He's cross the between a military outfit and almost like a drumline outfit. Yeah. But that, that you know, I'm going to get you the aviators. We're going to figure out how to give you that fucking just the girl. Oh, the spit girl. Just <laughs> the, the Michael Jackson spit girl? Yeah. I can do that. And then, you know, we'll let you dye it like fucking 17 colors. <laughs> and then just, this is our peacock, all right? Peacocks. All he does is go around. <laughs> fucking look at me. Between the profound and profane <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, God. I can see it now. I'm like, doesn't he look glorious? Look at that. He did that. The other panels that really uh, stuck out to me, there were a couple of, uh, like, writing and serial fiction panels that I had to go into that, uh, and already being up there, I was already churning in my head that I really would love to do an audio drama podcast. Like, just start doing things. Even if we would have to start, like, a uh, once-a-month, ten-minute show. Just, like, a little... Yeah. Here's, a, here's a vignette of a, of a place, of a, of a story. Ten minutes, boom, there you go. Move on. Just to get started on doing that type of podcasting. Because yeah. there is so much more to me to this medium, this art form, than us having our bullshit fun conversations. I love our bullshit fun conversations, and I, I don't want this podcast to ever end but i i know we're more creative and i know that we have more in us than this i mean and that's what podcon really put in me since you came back and since i listened to the what i found out later was an episode literally addressed to ian and i yeah <laughs> I, I i don't know I, I didn't I was, yeah i didn't realize i didn't realize that well when i listened to it but yeah I, <laughs> literally about halfway and he was like so you guys you know i was thinking i was like you guys all right just addressing them. and then he's like chris and ian i was like wait <laughs> oh he's talking to me so they stop moving <laughs> <laughs> but it really made me think about you know what are things that i just do every day that i could make a fucking five minute video about yeah you know what 
you in the car, you're in a car for an hour and a half both ways every day. Oh, yeah. It's, don't <laughs> listen to him. He'll tell you not to do it. But that's a perfect time to make a video. It, well, On your way to wherever the fuck you're going, here I am sitting in traffic again, you know, or it, whatever, whatever Ian does. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could have like a, a if there's a setup for it, you know. <laughs> Or, well, yeah, I would never tell him not to do it. We just have to figure out, like, what is he doing? Like, you would have to, you need a format for what you're going to be talking about or doing in the car every day. Or you're, you, you can't just, you can't just press play and fucking can just record do yourself driving. I, I can just do wild give bash. Me that to I can just edit. do wild no, bash cam footage every day. Just like, like flyers yeah, with just, Ian or something, you know? What are you doing? Just flying through Houston traffic and He's like, just, last time be, I just put make a, a crazy dash cam footage every day. House. He came out with a shotgun and tried to shoot me, and I'm like, whoa, bro, I'm not trying to steal your oh, stuff. All I want to do is give you a dude, flyer. Yeah, the way, did you know you could save 10% off? No. Yeah, dude. This, <laughs> By yeah, calling AJ? Yeah this, yeah, this guy, I mean, this guy today freaked out, dude. See, like, they yeah, exactly. That yeah, he <laughs> going like, up to a house. He was like, "What do you have there?" And I'm like, "Oh, just a flyer." I gave it to him, and he's like, "I've gotten four of these this year." <laughs> and he was there. He like suddenly turned, and he was so angry. I'm like, "I'm sorry, you had to go to your front door four times. You know, it's just a free envelope, right?" Like, Since you can throw Ian's it out. Already a um, sounds like a message. A a a, a <laughs> Mitch Hedbergian one-liner type of guy. What you would want from Ian, as as far as that goes, is traffic thoughts with Ian. Ah. So it's just like here's a here's like here's thirty seconds. Ian's at a stoplight. He presses play and he does one of his Ianisms, and then it's over. And like that's all. That's all you get. It's just like boom. Here you go. Thirty second. Thirty second joke. It's Bam. Ham bone. Ham bone. Where can you be? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, when shit. I'm looking That's at the sun, me. they still call it the moon roof. What's with that? <laughs> that that would be the perfect way to do that that type of thing with Ian. It's just like small, wouldn't even need to add up to a full minute uh, <laughs> at, at once a week. Because then you could, yeah, you could take one a day, add it up, and then on Friday post it as a one and a half minute to two minute video of just ham bone, ham bone, where can you be? <laughs> They call it trail mix, but I need some road mix. <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> it's jamming out to my music, and I went and opened up oh, the screen God. door. I didn't realize there was a guy standing there. So I went to open up the other door and stick the flyer on the handle. And sure enough, I touched the guy, and it was awkward because he was standing there naked with a cup of coffee. And I was just like... Have you ever heard of AJ's? You could save 10%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just started from the bottom, now we're ham. You know? <laughs> ham bone! Started from the bottom, but we're ham right now. <laughs> no. That one doesn't work. No. <laughs> it's all hammed out, folks. Yeah, I really am. I'm so hammed out today <laughs> yeah i think everybody's kind of hammed out i don't know man christmas i'm getting two of those fucking crockpot hams this time <laughs> instead of just the one doing twice my, the dude, ham. my sister-in-law was like hey i know you got a new crockpot can i borrow it and i'm like why you have a fucking awesome crockpot and she goes yeah but i want to make two hams and i was like sure am i invited she's like of course i was like fuck it yeah, you got it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm getting that duck. And I'm so doomed. Ah. Christmas duck. Oh, who makes I the see. duck? Fucking uh, manager's grandmother. Oh. 
Okay. Duck has. Have you ever had duck before? Yeah, we have. They have. They have. They have duck every every Christmas. Mm. Like that's that's their Christmas thing is Christmas duck, uh, and that was the like I had had duck sort of before. Maybe I don't know. You never know with my family, but uh, no, they have duck once a year. It's super gamey and greasy and kind of it's disgusting, delicious. but it's super delicious. <laughs> it, only it is it once a, a unique flavor. I, that's for ducks sure. are the second best looking bird, like for uh, top hats and monocles. Like it suits like them, them pretty well. Wear? Yeah, yeah, for them to wear. Yeah, like I mean, because owls are definitely the best at top hats and monocles, but uh, I think ducks are a close second. <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know. I mean, swans. Ooh, a, oh, a swan. Yeah, that's pretty like formal. Already wearing a tuxedo. Dude, I was about to say a swancito. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> swancito. Yeah. They're all Monopoly guy assholes. I think. I, yeah. I always thought. I was, yeah, ducks, yeah. They even sound like it. Ducks are the working class of the waterfowl world. What the fuck That's are true. geese? Geese are the cops. Oh Jesus! Oh no, yeah. Assholes, Ooh too. yeah. I see. I can see that. <laughs> oh, they honk. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's the same thing as going whoop whoop <laughs> whoop. Like <laughs> me. They just fly at you. Don't fuck with birds, dude. They're basically dinosaurs, and they remember. Yeah, they remember being like apex predators. They remember being. We used to be at the top. You can see in their eyes. It's like they've almost admitted defeat, but slowly they remember. They know. I, mean, I still think that fucking Jurassic Park would be more terrifying if they gave the bir- the, the fucking just giant dinosaurs further feathers. Uh, um, what Jurassic Park three did it to the Raptors a little bit. Did they? they gave them a little mohawk. They oh. gave them a little mohawk oh, of feathers. Was, was that feathers on yeah. that? Because yeah, I do remember. I do sort of remember. Like, yeah, yeah. they might have had a little ruffle around the neck too. <laughs> I, but I don't know. I, I would because to me a fucking Tyrannosaurus with fucking fluff and feather would be scary as shit. It would look like a giant bird. Birds are already scary. <laughs> yeah, get a fucking T Rex with uh like the Dilophosaurus bright thing, but it's all feathers. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that that would be freaky. Doing some yeah, kind that... of fucking territorial dance. <laughs> like I don't know if it would make them more intimidating, but it would definitely make them freakier. Looking. Yeah, no, they're freaky. <laughs> they're going for for their monsters, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or fucking the, the fl- raptors yes, would be the worst. Brightly colored, done right, would look good. But you'd have to make it some kind of weird, because right now, like the first Jurassic Park, they all gave them like a snake kind of crocodile, yeah, mm-hmm. tough greenish brown yeah. leather hide. But you can't just like make them red. Like you gotta. You, you, <laughs> well, most you, likely, the <clears throat> the dinosaurs wouldn't have like a bright, 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 bright red or like the rainbow macaw. Like it, you, you wouldn't have too many parrots. Well, no, but you'd probably. still get like you get like a fire muted. salamander colors or newt, you know, something. I would assume you'd mm. get things that are brightly colored that are poisonous. Yeah, or venomous. That's usually how it works in nature. But yeah. birds don't be venomous, yo. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, if I, venomous dinos. I, I don't know. Don't know I don't know if there were venomous dinos guys. I think they might. Peacocks are pretty poisonous. I think we. I think we. When did snakes come around? You know, telling me there was a fucking. 
but snakes and dinos aren't related. Four hundred foot. How the fuck do you know? It's like prob- saying a shark. I mean, if is you not look, if you look dinosaurs. at a brontosaurus, because and a shark like, isn't related to dinosaurs. Yeah, dude, they're totally dinosaurs. No, they're fucking not. They're what? fish. It's a megalodon. Megalodons are totally dinosaurs, <laughs> and great whites are totally megalodons. They're just very they're, small. Megalodons yeah, just, aren't dinosaurs. It's like dinosaurs are very very specific thing. Birds are dinosaurs. That's the that's the whole there reason anything? we're having the conversation uh, about wait, the feathers wait, and the birds wait, and the dinosaurs and the dinosaurs. Wait a minute. Right. Well, peacocks are definitely poisonous. So you're telling me so. anything that is in the ocean is not a dinosaur? Is what you're telling me? Wait. No, Nessie. No, 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 no. Nessie would be a dinosaur. No, no, because it doesn't have feathers. It's not that it doesn't have feathers. It's <laughs> that it's not a dinosaur. It's a, it's a it's an aquatic reptile. Pterodactyls aren't dinosaurs. Oh, you're going. You're going I, with. I don't know uh, if I enjoy this, no, this conversation is all very at all. I don't believe. I so. apologize. Now, are you saying that dinosaurs only exist in the Jurassic period? No, and they go no. away. Dinosaurs are in the Mesozoic. Dinosaurs include the theropods and the sauropods. Yeah. Theropods being the more bird-like creatures, the raptors, your uh, your allosaurs, your Tyrannosaurus rex, your Deinonychus. Um, so, like a mosasaur is not a dinosaur so a sauropod are your four-legged tank-like uh uh, uh dinosaurs so your ankylosaurs your uh your fucking stegosaurus uh your stegosaurus those are sauropods uh also your duck-billed dinosaurs your uh like and those weren't as bird-like platypus now there's there's a poisonous bird for you it lays those eggs were and has those a were more <laughs> on the mammal mammalian side of that like whole reptile genus i see now this is literally brad's definition of google for dinosaur but it literally only says a fossil reptile of the mesozoic area so only oh, okay. up in so, is a dinosaur. I think that I think that's pre-Jurassic. So that's pretty crazy. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, no, there's a difference between the like the the, the, the Jurassic period happens in the Mesozoic era. Oh, it's it does. The, yeah, oh. you got a Cretaceous period. You got yeah. a you got a Jurassic period. Yeah. And you've got the first one that nobody ever remembers, and that all happened in the Mesozoic era. Oh. Era of interesting. I thought Mesozoic era was its own. No, I, oh, I guess it's eras. Okay, yeah, I periods. Gotcha. So like we're yeah. we're in yeah, the I thought it was a, there was a Mesozoic period and a Jurassic. Period that's what I like yeah, a, that's what I was whatever thinking. Period. But no, yeah, you're. I'm sure you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. Yeah, you say things like you know them, so I'm sure you're right, dude. You've like, been hanging out with the other friend too long. <laughs> you yeah, man. You, you frequent Wikipedia. <laughs> oh god. I'm convinced that this is the way it happened, and I'm going to tell you like it's the way it happened. You healed, you convinced. healed that one dude up there in Seattle. You're, you're telling me about <laughs> fucking Mc, Stabby McIster. Oh yeah, that was a whole weird thing, man. Yeah, yeah that was pretty crazy. Weird, weird city shit, man. <laughs> they they have just as much weird city shit as Houston. So were the girls <laughs> or women homeless as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean there was a whole. There was the, the the one of the I guess homeless communities like they they gathered uh, at a dog park right outside the Belltown Inn that I was staying in. Great 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 hotel. 
like a great service, great place to go. Like I, I loved the little room. Fucking put Coca Colas in my goddamn fridge. It was a good place. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, How much were the Coca Colas when you drank them? They're, 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 no, those were all complimentary. Oh wow! They told me that on my way in. It's the only reason I drank them. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have sucked being there like the whole time, and then they're like, "You didn't drink any of your complimentary Coke." Yeah. Yeah. They told me that on my way in. I'm like, bringing oh, it on the yet. plane. <laughs> uh, fucking. They got they they got Starbucks coffee in the stupid room uh, for you to brew up in the morning. Mm. Uh, See? But yeah, the, you know, it, it's a city. Uh, it's a city with a decent mi- bit of money, which any city with a decent bit of money at this point means it's going to have a decent bit of homeless uh, transients. And yeah, they, 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 they parked up for the early night right outside the hotel room um, just across the street at this dog park. So every time I would, not every time, but a good couple of times you'd go down downstairs and smoke a cigarette. So, you know, they'd come over and ask for some change or a cigarette or, you know, whatever. Can they, you they, kill a stereotype for me real quick? What's that? All right. Every time they show movies up north and it's a bunch of homeless people, you always get the 55-gallon barrel drum <laughs> with the fire so they can keep warm in the winter? Yeah. Did, was that there? I mean... Did you see it? No, I didn't see that, but, like, they were standing on a street corner at this point you know like it's it's still early night time now at, that, at this point you know you know like, what i'm talking it, about yeah yeah, yeah i was gonna say and I, in the in a dog park they probably wouldn't let you do the barrels but like they might have those little grills that you can you know the they weren't in the dog park they were grill. they had to stand outside they, they're on the sidewalk standing oh, outside okay. of the dog park gotcha. um <laughs> but i didn't travel down many alleys or anything like that where <laughs> Well, that's that good. Probably. Yeah, yeah that, that's probably better now, for your health. <laughs> now, when I woke wake up in the morning on, like, I think it was probably the coldest night that I had been out there, I woke up in the morning and went past the bus station, and I could hear uh, them having, a, the, the groups having a conversation that somebody had passed away in the back of an alley because of the cold. Sure. Um, uh, that happened, I think, th- I think three people died uh, in those alleys surrounding yeah. uh, that block while I was there, just, just from the cold, because it like, 30 32 even like 28 like in that weather without cover yeah especially days especially days on end like that's the thing like you can survive one night where it's in the 20s or 30s but like you go through days like no yes so you know that they would come up and yeah one night i think it was sunday night i went downstairs and i was smoking a joint on the street corner which you're not supposed to do kids don't even in Seattle, you're not supposed to smoke joints on the street corner. Don't do it. Um, so I'm smoking a joint. Technically on the street corner, not legal. <laughs> and one of them, Fairly. who I had had kind of a conversation with a few days before, comes up and for, starts off with a question of whether or not I can give her uh, one of her friends uh, a, a place to stay for the night because something bad had happened. And then sort of sneaks in whether or not I can give them like two hundred dollars to go to the hey. fucking hospital, and then asks again if they can both come and stay up in my room, oh, and God. then mentions that I had told her that I have a wife, which I had not mentioned because I would not put that that way. Which, uh, if you're not versed, that means she's hooking and trying to get me up into my fucking room. Like all those three things mm-hmm. combined means she's trying to get up in my room to extort money out of me. Um, but she then points out a guy who I can see is obviously very, very hurt. So I do end up taking my joint over there across the street and 
giving it to him while I check out his eye. He had been hit in the face with a glass bottle. Some guy came running up the street. They had had an altercation before and hit him in the eye with a glass bottle. So his eye was swolled up, and I, I didn't want to touch it because I didn't want to yeah. you know, hurt him. And it didn't look like his socket was broken. Like I don't think his eye was out of socket, but he was pretty fucked up, and he had said that lots it of happened. Cuts, lots I of imagine. cuts. Um, it was mostly swollen, though. Like it was, it was a mostly swollen mess. So they asked me for whatever I could spare, and I did not have much on me to spare. I ran upstairs and I gave him six bucks. Uh, said the Psalms over him. I think Psalms twenty-one. Uh, thy re- uh, by thy voice, uh, the thunder shall be rebuked. Uh, Psalms Psalms twenty-one seven. I think is the verse. And I gave him some fucking soap and water and a warm washcloth and told his ass to go. Finishes with eat thunder, crap lightning. Uh, to go get him some fucking Neosporin before he bought himself some beer or whatever he wanted to buy with that seven bucks. Like, that's all I could do, you know? Yeah. Uh, I can't I can't be bringing three homeless people up into no. my fucking hotel room. Like, that's that's a boundary uh, that I can't... wake up naked and yeah. missing everything and maybe in a bathtub. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, not even about that. It's just like... Uh, like First thing, it, it, if something happens to that guy in my fucking hotel room, like if he fucking dies in his yeah. sleep in my hotel room, like, yeah. or you know, if that woman was a uh, um, a sex worker yeah, and, and her her pimp comes looking for her, like, <laughs> yeah, and, and I know those are all like worst case scenario bad stereotypes. Was she yeah. dressed like a hooker? No, but you like. I mean, she probably, I don't know how hookers she, dress she prob- in thirty she degree probably weather. Sex was workers like, don't like. Well, for the most part, don't you know? From the sounds dress of it, honestly, it all sounds, the time like that. It sounds like she was just. I mean, she I probably legitimately was like just that. trying to help her friend and was like, she doesn't have money and she like knew a way to get it. Yeah, and it, that's yeah. what it sounds like to me. It doesn't like she might not be like a regular, you know, prostitute or or sex worker or whatever you know. But. Yeah. That, that from the sounds of it that's what i would guess is that she probably just didn't have money and she is like my fr- it's my friends either i can you know go out have sex for money or um risk losing a friend yeah you know so so what did you take away from the whole experience the whole experience i mean seattle the city and podcon included yeah i mean i i i've i fell in love with seattle as, as a city how's the coffee uh i mean there's a beautiful uh, awesome good coffee shop on almost every corner and it's not starbucks <laughs> like i didn't stop on this i didn't even stop in the first starbucks while i was down did there did you go to starbucks oh, yeah. one time no ever no not, nice. no not even but you you did say now one thing that was different is you said your hotel room had free starbucks coffee well i mean yeah, which that's pretty little, bad out like know, the hotels around coffee. here don't don't give you starbucks like <laughs> <laughs> they really don't give you anything yeah yeah so no, the coffee was great. Uh, I, I mean, I, I fell in love with the city, and that might be because I've never spent extended periods of time in a city. Like, I enjoyed being able to walk everywhere. It was really fucking nice to be able to walk to, you know, go grab my weed uh, from the totally legal shop. It was nice to be able to then walk up the street with my joint and go to the coffee shop to get some food now, and any a good piece of coffee. buying the weed? Nah, nah, man. You show your ID at the door, and they're like, all right, man. Okay. What do you want? And I'm like, I don't know what I want. I'm just a boy from Texas. Can you please help. <laughs> I've been I've been smoking Blue Dream for the past two and a half years. I've been please, on. Fucking I, give me something. I've been on the old dusty trail in the sky for many an hour. And, just uh, back in the saddle again. 
good. I mean, I was able to walk from my hotel room up to the convention uh, every day. And I, that, that is one thing that I do regret about it. Like, I gave myself two extra days to kind of explore the city. Mm-hmm. But even at that, like, I was only able to explore the corner of the city that I'm in. Yeah. And, you know, most of Friday was me spent unpacking mapping. And... Oh, fr- uh, I, 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 you know, I don't unpack. Well, well fuck, no, you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, like... Friday was spent trying to make sure I knew the route from my hotel room up to the convention. Like, just being able to walk it. I know the streets that I'm supposed to go down. I know where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, and also going up there, I had to register on Friday at 2 p.m., you know, make sure I got my badge and everything. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday was... phone service work there? Yeah. Like, were you... I don't know. A lot of times when I travel, it seems like we'll call it the equator of the United States. If I go half past that half point, T-Mobile switches to some weird ass... Huh. fucking hmm. up north tower huh. and then you get the roaming charges out the ass so I was curious uh, if your thing followed you all the way up there it seemed to <clears> or seemed if you wi fi it uh, yeah it seemed to be fine I, I wi fi it from the uh, from the hotel room for the most part but I mean I also wasn't using uh, my phone while I was in the convention for the most part and I was trying to stay off my phone while I was walking around the city because I have you know I'm already a noticeable person that's part of why people stop me and talk to me but i also i don't want to make myself a fucking tourist mark right. you know the guy staring at his phone looking up at buildings um uh i i feel like that was instilled in me by my fucking dad this whole idea that people are looking at you like a tourist so they can take advantage of you and mug you um. so as far as the actual convention the, the con what what do you what did you take away from that my takeaway on the right track my takeaway from the convention is that like uh, yeah, no. Not only are we on the right track, it's more like we've we've done the things that we wanted to do or that I set out to do uh, with this podcast over this past year, and that is what we should be celebrating, uh, which is a real issue for me. That's another thing that I took from PodCon is that a real issue for me is that I don't focus on the things that we did do. I constantly focus on I should have done it this way. I didn't work as hard enough this thursday as i did last thursday um uh friday i spent i took the day off and i shouldn't have done that i didn't work on friday i didn't work on saturday uh and i I get really hard on myself about not working basically 24 hours a day on this not Uh, only that but i feel like you have that time to worry yeah where i don't yeah because i'm working three jobs yeah you guys are so got your day it's like you're worrying for the three of us yeah i got the extra worry uh which uh, so I, I took away from from PodCon that I need to stop doing that as much. I need to ride myself because if I don't ride myself, I don't do the work. Uh, I'm just one of those people. If I don't have that sort of stress in my life, I'm not. I'm just going to go over there and play fucking Crime Simulator 2013. Um, but if I if I don't also say no, guys, we did this thing. We set a goal and we made it. Um, uh, if we don't do that, we're we're, we're completely missing the point. And that's another thing that the other thing that I took from PodCon is that we have to, uh, we got to set bars. Like every time we have a uh, business meeting, another thing we need to start doing once a month, we need to set goals and bars for the month. Like, hey, this is what we want to hit, and not even like numbers, goals, or bars, because I don't worry, I don't want to worry about numbers and go in in, in that way, uh, not at all yet. Uh, but just setting like, hey, this Thursday we need to get this and this and this done. Boom. That way we can set that goal and jump over it. While as well doing, like, by July, we need to have 
so much done so that Ian can take a trip up to Michigan and go see his dad and stuff uh, over the summer. Like, we need to, uh, by December, have this much done so that when we do make it up to PodCon 2 as a team, we can ha- we have a bunch of stuff to present to these people, uh, like the, the, the other indie creators, as well as, like, something to say if we do catch Hank Green in the hallway and be able to say, hey, you got five minutes for an interview real quick? Can you give us five minutes for for, for a little micropod? Uh, like the like we have to be we have to set those goals those and leap the fuck over them. Do you yeah. think it's a good idea to sell yourself collectively as well as independently? So be like, okay, hi. You know, my name is Chris. I'm from me and two of my friends have a podcast between the profound and the profane that we do. Every single Thursday, it airs the following Monday. Mm-hmm. But also within that, we have the bonus hours where I am working on this, Ian is working on this, and Chris is working on this. And he brings these are outside single concepts that we're bringing. And we also all have, you know, sometimes you and I have a collective show. Maybe you and Ian have, maybe me and Ian have a collective show. So That's... it's all types of things to. Is it does is it? I guess what I'm saying is, is it counterproductive to market yourself as well as your brand, or should you only market your brand? I, I mean, to me, and, and part of the idea and I know that's of hand hand, the bonus hours is that that's what I, I want guess next to year, do. I we want have us enough, each we to have. Bonus. I, I like I eat. I want us each to have our own little spaces on the bonushours.com. Like it, I I would love to be getting small articles or essays or stories from you if you if you feel up to that i can just like post things like hey chris wrote a thing this week here's a here's a little story that chris wrote this week i guess um i would and when it comes to is it best to market yourself as well as pimp the brand and pimp the website i think that's up to each of us individually like if if you uh if you see yourself going places with this that could lead beyond the bonus hours you know like uh, all best things best world best case scenario ideally if chris Warico wants to as we come and we decide we wrap up the bonus hours and you get an opportunity to go do something else go voice act on another podcast go voice act on a cartoon that somebody's making on the internet like then you need to have done the groundwork and the legwork to be selling yourself as well as selling the brand. And I guess more what I meant was next year when we go up and we have our extra content and if we get another member to go or if all three of us get to ride, uh, are we going up there marketing bonus hours now? I mean, or are we going that's up that's there? like that's how you get the podcast, basically. Like we we collectively are the bonus hours. Well, right. When you were yeah. up there, were you telling people we are collectively the bonus hours? Well, why would no? That's that's or like super weird and staccato to say. I, I am Chris from the bonus We have a podcast between the profound and the profane. That and that, like that's that uh, yeah, comedy podcast. Da, 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 da. Well, right, right. But did you mention bonus hours when I, you were up there? I, I am Chris with the bonushours.com. Oh, you just said that would be funny to say it that way, so I didn't think. No, I said the way that you were saying it was super weird and staccato, <laughs> and like, and I said like what I what I would say is like, yeah, no, I'm I'm with the bonushours.com. Our podcast is this. Do we have to say with the bonushours.com? Can we just say the bonushours? 
I don't really I care. Yes, yeah, I, I would. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> to say, like saying at thebonushours.com <laughs> is letting them know that that yeah. is the website. Yeah, as long as you're not a .org or a .net, I think that or everyone. Dot gov. Yeah, or yeah, or .gov, especially that. Yeah. What about a .uk? Yeah, to make everybody think we're British with just the we most could, amazing we could buy Texas we... accents ever. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> we should buy a .uk address. <laughs> <laughs> We should we should see if it's available by it now. <laughs> but yes, the things that I brought back are invaluable lessons, and I'm, I'm it's going to take me more time to kind of sort through it and really begin putting them all to use. But we're we're not only on the right track. I think that we have exceeded what we wanted to do. I think we exceeded what we wanted to do, and I'm very. Uh, proud of you guys, proud of us, and proud of what we've done here. And I, I can't wait for the next year uh, to, to set cool bars and jump over them and do cool dumb shit because I love doing cool dumb shit. And that's what I started this whole website and podcast for is to be able to do cool dumb shit with my friends. Um, so the, the next year is all about growing this, doing that cool dumb shit, and... Uh, I, I, I can't really I can't wait uh, to do so well So, I mean, this is our last recording of the year. It won't be our last episode to go up for the year. Everything after this one will be previously recorded, a uh, little extra fun things uh, to fill it out. But since it is our last time to sit down and record for the year, uh, what are you guys, uh, I think we did, what are you guys proud of for the year recently? So, But if you want to re-answer that, that's fine. But beyond that, what do you guys look forward to in 2018 uh, as far as this podcast or any other podcast involved with the bonus hours uh, go? Um, what have you learned over this year doing this? Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. What and what, yeah, what, what's one thing that you want done by the time we get to December of 2018? By the time we oh, get okay. to PodCon yeah. 2, what's one thing that you want to be able to say? Yeah, we do between the profound and the profane, but we also did this thing. Yeah. Uh, first off, I just want to say for all of our listeners out there that have grown with us and listened to our show the entire time since March, thank you. I appreciate you guys. Without you, we definitely wouldn't be here. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> um, <laughs> and some, I guess my favorite thing that we've done this year, one of my favorite things, was... Um, when we kicked around that idea of doing like a uh, War of the Worlds kind of yeah, yeah. thing. Oh, okay. And I would really, yeah. this coming up year when we go up there, I would really, really love to have like an awesome, uh, I want to have some kind of serialized show. Yeah. Like, a, like some kind of, even if it's like a disaster like news update, like oh my god, urgent news update, you know all this shit's going on. But what I, I would love to have something like that where we actually have time 
mm-hmm. and we think about it throughout the the course of our show and make like one really badass yeah. story. Yeah, you know, to freak everybody out. I don't. I can't remember. Well, they don't do news broadcasts like that anymore. It's no, not but... a medium that people use, and it would just be a nice yeah a nice project yeah a nice project i I definitely agree (laughs) um i've definitely learned that there are going to be fucking shows where you have no idea what to talk about (laughs) like you have no fucking clue uh there's been times where our topics i've been like oh that's gonna be a great topic and then i'm like why the fuck did i make that topic that was was a terrible topic What, what was i thinking I almost lost a kidney over this topic. <laughs> that being said, there have been times where we get through with a show and I'm like, God, that topic was terrible. We didn't have anything to say. There was nothing going on. But it turns out to be our more fun episodes. And a lot uh, a lot happens within the episode, whether or not anything gets done in the episode. So it, it, you get both sides It's of that. not always about the topic itself. It's about the journey to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Alien. Alien, yeah, yeah, and usually, usually aliens. Oh, fuck. But, um, so that, for the most part, it has been, it's awesome to be able to have an excuse to come hang out with my buddies, yeah. who yeah. we all get retardedly busy, especially me, dude, I feel like I don't ever have time for fucking anything, <laughs> and this is the one time that I, like, guarantee to make sure that I set time apart, Yeah, and yeah. it's cool to always be able to do this, and, uh... I think we're living up to our fucking little tag. Three lifelong rent friends who get together in Chris's spare bedroom. Yeah. Uh, With egg crates all over the wall. <laughs> and get to know a little bit about each other and uh, hopefully make some new friends along the way. And I think we're well on our way to projected doing just that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I really see the, the, the path uh, that, that's kind of opened up before us. Uh, I, I, I think that PodCon did that for me where I, for a while, for the past year I feel like we've been really lost in the fucking woods uh, and I got us lost in the woods and I think we had to get lost in the woods like it, it, it was a purposeful let's throw the map out and lose ourselves out here uh, but PodCon uh, gave me the map back and, and I, I see the path opening up in front of us and I, I, I see a future for what's going on in this spare bedroom uh, there's a fork in the road up there of a couple of ways, and I, I can't wait to get to the fork in the road. Like, that's that's my goal over the next four years or so, is I want to find that fork in the road that this path leads to. I see. Many things to look yeah. forward to. Uh, we have, we'll hopefully have Patreon coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were a little iffy on Patreon. Patreon just did some weird shit in the last week, but that's We'll seems figure to be out something, up. yeah. Some I mean, we're going to figure of... out something. And like we're definitely going to be on Patreon by the time 2018 rolls around. Look um, forward to we're YouTube clips. Going to maybe. also need to diversify other than Patreon. Yeah. like that's but that's a business and, meeting thing. Uh, Ian. Oh yeah. What did you learn this year? What 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 what, well, what do you project to do in 2018? Yeah, I was gonna say I I totally agree with both of you guys as far as where this podcast how how far this podcast has actually come along, where even our episodes that. Even our, so to speak, bullshit episodes, <laughs> like even the ones that do go off topic, they've we have significantly gotten better throughout all of our episodes. Yeah. Whether even the bad episodes are nowhere near as bad as our original <laughs> bad episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, for this next year, uh, two of the, there's two projects I'd like to do, and uh, 
The one is uh, something we've very briefly mentioned. I'm not even sure if it made it to air or not, but um, uh, me and Chris here have been talking about doing uh, Weird Science and and Epp and Magic uh, as a podcast. Yeah. And that's a really that's going to be like a, a bit of a radio, somewhat of a radio play, from what I've uh, gathered. Somewhat. Well, so it, we we need to sit down and really yeah. like massage that idea. Uh, that that idea is a thing. I think that one of the things I would like to do in the next year is make a podcast specifically for our our idea. Those ideas where yeah. like bi monthly or once a month mm-hmm. we do a different podcast on this podcast like not between yeah. the profound and the profane but like the pilot show podcast whatever the fuck we want to call it and it will be a space for us to be able to do like hey here's 30 minutes of this show maybe we'll be able to make more of it but we want to test it out and throw it out to you um so that that would be a good space to like yeah, at least get definitely. one of at least what it'll that'll yeah. be the, the the space for us to be able to get make sure we get and, one of those and that's what i mean i i don't mean like have a yeah yeah i mean no, i no. wouldn't expect to have a fully operational ship you know completely operational yeah i do i want a fully but, operational uh warp drive <laughs> heck yeah got it yeah got to get on those gravity gravity drives man it's the only way <laughs> something on the way there's some thing on the way i think it's a gremlin uh but uh yeah uh besides that one uh there's another there's also i wanted to try to do a, a strictly like a sort of a paranormal show i wanted to i wanted to give that a try uh it basically be my own coast to coast of sorts yeah you know there of course be some humor in there and i'd have you know i don't know who i do for guests i'm sure probably both of you and whoever else we may be able to get yeah yeah but yeah i'd like to try something out like that and once again when i'm saying these ideas i'm just saying like i want to give them a try I oh yeah give no them no, a no. Shot, i mean i you know? i i mean um I, I want to when i say that i want to create a space for us to just do s- small pilots is to give us like to make sure that you get that yeah like, i want to make a space to make sure that even if it's just one for the year we get it out and it's and you can be like okay we did the thing uh, and and we can Figure grow it, it from yeah. there. Figure it out from there. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I would also uh, like to resurrect our idea for Little Wayard. I yeah, think that's that Little, uh, you what you and me were kind of pitching that back and I, forth. I actually have almost. This. Yeah, was, uh, I think that? that's what led into Weird Science. It that, is. That, that uh, it yeah. is. That so it would idea. be <laughs> Little Wayard would be a uh, a very small short. I would it would be, have to be small vignettes, like ten to fifteen minute little stories and it's about a uh, a town in the middle of the woods texas where all of the strange shit you think about uh all of our strange characters I- i've added they now, all live they, they yeah. all oh, live right right this in is little where yard let's okay. yeah that yeah that was yes. the one it was created at the cabin back when i lived there yeah yeah and it's mostly <laughs> about a guy who gets a Lives normal guy who gets man. stuck there. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he sells yes. audio parts. <laughs> <laughs> he lives next to the Mothman who has an audio If your radio store. breaks, which is the only medium of entertainment that works, you bring it to the Mothman. <laughs> He's like, no, no, I got it. Professor yeah. who lives there. It's very polite. That's probably where uh, Cannibal Batman is from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Cannibal He's Batman patrolling the... the streets of Little Way Art. But, yeah. <laughs> now, that would be fun to do a podcast like a story podcast mm. containing all of the characters that we've made on this show. Yeah. So that... 
you know, we've got our what is it? The NSA agent. Tom, Tom Smith. Yeah, we have Tom Smith. We We've have got yeah, the KGB Igor. guy living in the pool in the submarine <laughs> on the outdated information. <laughs> the, we can make, you know, you're our resident blur Bigfoot, Bigfoot character. Yep. <laughs> that would be. That would yeah. Be the, I would have to go back and re-listen to all of our casts, just kind of write down all the stupid. Oh, characters all the that characters. Make yeah, that would be pretty fun. It's quite a few. There's just a raw turkey. Just just a raw turkey sitting in a pan full of salt water. Just brining. Just brining. No, he's in a baby pool. In a baby pool. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Brining the bird. That's it. But yeah, you, you uh, if we get to uh, PodCon 2, if PodCon 2 happens when we get to PodCon 2, you want to be able to have a, a uh, either your paranormal show, like two or three episodes under the belt, or you know, just something to show yeah. that that's, that's your goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can make that happen. I want us to have the, I want us next time we go up there to have all of the, like this time we didn't have anything to hand out Mm-mm. we didn't have any shirts i want to have all that yeah, squared that's away. True. so i want yeah, shirts that's it, that's i it. want business cards i want us you know fuck even if we have to hire somebody who's good with a camera take some pictures of us put them up on the internet uh i really like the idea of just random blurry photos of you i don't know if there's a blur mode on the camera but i'm sure can, there like, is a blur effect like, on oh, some camera you know, <laughs> we'll just do like you know Ian sightings. Oh yeah, like I can just set it up on timer and I can just run through the woods and get random pictures. <laughs> I still okay. When you were there, did yeah. anybody come up with our idea of handing out USB drives so no. that they could listen to the cast? No, no okay. one did. We just need that... to find a good connection on those. <laughs> the... <laughs> we did. It was just a little late. I mean, I could have gotten yeah. f- like forty for forty bucks. It oh was late. yeah, yeah. We, we, okay. It was just really, really late, and it was no. There was no Amazon Prime attached to it. Oh. Yeah. So it was like fucking two months out. It was the same with Jeez. one yeah, of those Chinese, you know, connection things. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no. I want to have I want to have our our logo done, and I also want to have a graphic that explains or embodies us. Yeah. Kind of like the the picture you have that pops up on the cast box of me looking up and you and yeah. So like that, but I want it to be like a professionally done. Mm-hmm. Whether we have to pay somebody or we know somebody that's like sure, you know, give us a six pack and whatever. One, draw yeah. out for you. Or, one cool thing I thought of as a single tick as like a single thing, like standalone for PodCon itself to like hand out would be to get a skateboard with a get someone who actually has a steady hand and can perfectly draw our logo on onto a skateboard and you know basically have it professionally done. You know, if so we were gonna do clean. that, did anybody there have a booth you can rent? And hand, hand out a skateboard I mean, to one lucky person. You can rent person. booths there. Yes. Yes. But. Like, that would be cool if that was our, like, Sunday fucking meet up at our booth. We'll yeah, be talking about it, it all day long. And then we'll Sunday have a little we'll do a raffle. Ra- ra- well, and yeah, exactly. And it's like, board with yeah. our logo on it. I'm not talking about a crazy expensive skateboard, but just a basic skateboard, but it's just like, you know, real nice painted our logo. Yeah. Like, yeah, one lucky cool. winner, oh, you yeah. know. If there <laughs> are any people out there who are listening who have an artist's eye of any kind who, who would love to. Uh, we would love to receive any type of fan art. Like, if yeah, you, for if sure. You've, if you've listened to uh, enough episodes to consider yourself a fan, 
give us some 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 cover art, some posters, and we will we'll use them. We'll shout you out. Uh, we are always looking for cool things that represent the podcast and or represent what the podcast means to uh, those out there who are listening if to this. you and like if you haven't seen if you haven't seen any of our blurry pictures of us like just like go ahead and draw us what you imagine we look like based on our voices alone <laughs> like i'm really interested in that kind of fan art because i don't know what i would draw myself as if i didn't know what i look like and you can email <laughs> any of those contributions to the bonus hours podcasts at gmail.com uh and yeah uh so what did you learn this year ian Man, I learned that uh, this is actually going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, that, at least that's definitely the feeling that I get, and I like. I honestly believe it. Like this podcast is actually—it's looking like it's going to be going somewhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does really seem and feel that way. I got—I got this. I got this gut instinct. I almost thing. would call it optimism, but I'm not allowed to believe in such a thing. So <laughs> not even like <laughs> optimism. Like when when fucking. You guys, or Chris asked me a second ago, like, how many people actually seem to have podcasts out there? And it wasn't, uh, while I was at PodCon, how many of the attendees were running podcasts and trying to do what we're attempting to do. And it wasn't a majority, which I didn't expect it to be a majority, but the amount of people who weren't actually actively making podcasts or have been trying to make a podcast for the past year or even the past six months there were so few people that were doing that and so many people leaving the convention center like having conversations about oh i want to start a podcast now this makes me wish i had yeah. started a podcast let's start a podcast guys yeah. uh like the outweighing the majority of people who were like now wanting to start a podcast which means most of them still probably won't yeah um, really did put this whole thing it, in me like you know we we're not only ahead of the curve we're, we were ahead of the curve before we got here. So all of the lessons that were being given to me are like in the prime spot for me to take them. I'm not yeah. taking these lessons and then bringing them home and saying, now let's start a podcast with all these yeah. things floating around in our heads. I started a podcast and now I can bring you guys back all of the things that I learned from the other people. Uh, Travis McElroy got on stage. He's one of the my brother and my brother and me guys got on stage in the middle or at the end of PodCon and said that somewhere in the crowd is the guy with the podcast, the girl with the podcast, the, the podcast, the podcaster who is going to be on the stage if and when PodCon 2 happens next year or, you know, PodCon 3. And a bunch of, you know, the entire crowd got whipped up into an uproar over it and, you know, I'm old enough to know that he was blowing smoke, quote unquote, you know, trying to get yeah. the crowd into a frenzy. But when he said it, I just had this real feeling that he was talking to us. Like, like, like these people are now cheering for us and they don't even know it yet. Uh, so my goal is to make them know it by next year. Yeah. Okay, so update. The net neutrality is dead. Fuck. Really? He did not make it. Fuck, dude. There's a, there. It's got one, one more leg to stand on in Congress. There's a Democratic senator who's trying to re, uh, appeal it, and uh, yeah, but that, as we know it, has has died, just an hour. So ago. our internet just now got more expensive. 
Yes. Like just no, it won't start till 2018, but yes. That's like 10 days away. Yes. That's yes. right now. Fuck. <laughs> oh, well, that's... Ooh, yeah, well, there's all of, that, little all of that optimism we just built up yeah, about how far yeah. we're going with this podcast just got kind of squashed. <laughs> this podcast just got more expensive to run. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Net neutrality, it's going to be huge. It's going to be orange people everywhere. We'll all be orange and I'll be beautiful. Yeah, I mean, hey. So, Look. So beautiful. Art always finds a way, guys. Oh yeah, uh, we've been suppressed before. We'll be suppressed again. We'll spray paint this uh, podcast on the, the walls. Words of the great <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, who has been the unofficial star of our show today, and also life, the best pilot. Life will will find a way. I'm sorry. Are there supposed to be di- 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 dinosaurs? <laughs> di- dinosaurs on this tour? Dinosaurs. <laughs> Thanks for everybody out there who's been listening for the whole year. Uh, thanks to the unnamed benefactors who help support the show with money. Uh, thanks to my two best friends who are sitting here and doing this with me. Because uh, I would not have gotten this far without you. I would still just be talking to an unplugged mic um, or sitting here playing Skyrim wishing that I was doing this. So thanks for uh, trying this out with me and uh, latching on to it and taking to it the way that you guys have. I'm I'm really glad that we're here and even if this never makes it beyond this spare bedroom, I'm glad that we have taken this chance and this opportunity to do something like this. And I can't I can't contain how much I I, I, I want to see us doing this over the next year. It's it's going to be a good year. Uh, 2017 was already a great year for this podcast, all things considered. Uh, 2018 will be an even better year. Uh, and if we're not on the side stage by PodCon 2, we're going to be on the main stage by PodCon 3. Fuck yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry podcast and a happy new beer. Merry Christmas, you fucking trash people. And a happy new year. <laughs> Yodi, and good night, everyone. Donald Trump for president. Fuck your feelings, bitches grabbing pussies like a gentleman. Don't commit the rape if you ain't got the cash settlement. Bombs for your medicine, bombs for your brethren, arms for your arms, for your arms, for your regiment. Repetitive sedatives like every veteran, never remembering, ever degenerate. Instead of forgetting and letting them into the setting like sediment, I'm at the park. Mix it up with six sky rage against machine. Bit of J Rock, K Switch it up, gangsta. I'm getting on my stage props. Still up with the beats and catch me singing like I'm Akon. Mama call me Yeshua. Running out of time with a Harry Potter head scar. I ain't got a desk job. You ain't seen the best part. Say, Mama, I can stop a bullet with no Kevlar. That's for all your rug rat reptiles. That's for all your dumb hat head parts. Yeah, that's for all your gum smack mud flaps, guzz bag unwrapped sex bars. Tommy Laren, catch a big fat diddick. CIA watch this, that diddick. Yeah, this is how I rap before I hit it. Talk shit, but I still respect women. They praising my state, my miracles. They hitting my club. Saint my miracle, lay in my blood, right out. I proceed to plead the fifth and sign.
simultaneously eat the shit to death in front of fetuses. The shit's a mess. It's like egregious kids suggest in front and like you Jesus and elitist pimps come from Mars and bitches come from Venus. The way I see us is my strength is all your weakness. Treat them like a hedonist. Every obstacle defeated. Preach it. I'ma see to it and maybe even seize the shit like it was always mine. You better check how you're perceiving it. Yeah. That's for all your broke ass dope boys. That's for all your joke rap smoke boys. That's for all your go rap no half low rap. For this and other shows quite like it, please check out our website, thebonushours.com.